Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Founded in 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the greater Boston area and beyond. We are located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets, across from the Public Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. I'm going to start this morning by outing myself as a heretic. I know that it is sacrilegious to say this in a UU pulpit, but I've been dreading preaching on Earth Day. (laughs) It's not that I don't love our majestic planet, just the opposite. I love it so dearly that it is soul-searing to keep up with the news on all of the ways that we are destroying it. I'm guessing that I'm not alone in sometimes feeling overwhelming despair, burnout, and an impulse to look away from environmental catastrophe. We've been facing rising temperatures, shrinking forests, and depleted resources for a long time. It's been 12 years since Al Gore first broke our hearts with his inconvenient truth about melting ice caps and drowning polar bears. Yet somehow it feels so much more devastating right now. How do we stay engaged as we watch the administration gut the Environmental Protection Agency, withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord, and open our national parks to oil and gas drilling. Sometimes the grief becomes overwhelming and we shut down. Denial, paralysis, and resignation are natural responses in the face of enormous pain. When it becomes too much to bear, we can rest in these places, but we can't stop there. As people of faith, we are called to dance with despair. Joanna Macy, the great Buddhist philosopher of ecology, preaches the good news that we are not required to maintain hope. It's okay not to be optimistic. We just need to be present. Be with that sense of grief. Take it seriously. The only way to transform the discomfort, the outrage, the fear, is to feel it. On the other side of despair is a feeling of deep connection and love of all life. And it is from this place 
that we will unleash the ingenuity and imagination so desperately needed to heal our world. The next generation is already bringing forth new ways of relating to the interdependent web of life. Avery McRae lives in Eugene, Oregon with her mom, dad, and a flock of chickens that she has named after flowers. When Avery was five, she fell in love with snow leopards and was, in her words, super heartbroken to discover their status as an endangered species. Avery's subsequent fundraising operation, selling homemade leopard Christmas ornaments and spotted cupcakes, net 200 bucks for the Snow Leopard Trust. In subsequent years, she and her friends launched similar campaigns for the wolves and then for the salmon. Today, at 11 years old, Avery is the second youngest plaintiff in the case of Juliana v. United States. Avery is one of 21 kids ages 9 to 20 suing the federal government for violating their constitutional right to due process and knowingly endangering them by promoting the burning of fossil fuels. Avery says, the case will decide how future generations survive on Earth. Will they have to wear air masks every time they go outside? Or will they live in a pristine environment, swim in cold water, hike in old growth forests, and not have to worry about climate change? Avery is committed to the lawsuit despite the fact that it will likely have her in court until she's in high school. These brave kids have found a way to be heard when they declare our future is a constitutional right. Here's more good news. We are called not to single-handedly fix the earth but to celebrate it. From a relationship of reverence, a natural sense of responsibility emerges. Small gestures go a long way. Last week, Reverend Kim told us that a spiritual practice can be anything we do with attention and devotion. What is one practice we might embrace to honor the earth. Maybe it's taking a daily walk, digging your toes into the grass, lifting your face to the sun, noticing the signs of spring, giving up bottled water, buying more local food, turning down the heat. Here's the big magical secret that I'm just now coming to understand. The real power in our actions is not in how much they shift the needle on climate change. What really matters is how our actions impact us.
as spiritual seekers, we are always striving for greater consciousness. The essence of living a rich and meaningful life is practicing rigorous deliberateness. This requires two things, being explicitly clear about our values and approaching each choice to invest our time, money, and energy as an expression of those values. It boils down to the question, does the way I'm living my life support the changes I want to create in the world? In my hometown of Atlantic Beach, Florida, May 1st marks the start of what we call turtle season. This is the magical time of year when giant turtles emerge from the ocean at night to crawl up the beach and lay nests filled with hundreds of eggs. The eggs incubate for a couple of months and then one night just erupt like a pot boiling over on the stove. Scores of tiny turtles scrabble out, using the light of the moon to guide them as they fumble toward the sea on brand new flippers. Witnessing an emergence of hatchlings is an enchanted, delightful, holy experience. For me, the turtles are emblematic of the Earth's extraordinary resilience. We may be living from election to election, but the sea turtles and the Earth are on geologic time. Sea turtles have been roaming the Earth's oceans for over a hundred million years, since the time of the dinosaurs. As a species, they are both vulnerable and enduring. Only a few from each nest survive to adulthood, but those who make it can live for up to 80 years. Sea turtles spend 90% of their life in the water, migrating thousands of miles each year. When they nest, female turtles return faithfully to the beach where they were born. Their mysterious navigation skills are so finely calibrated that they often emerge from the sea just a few hundred yards from where they last nested. When we are tempted to despair for the catastrophic state of our planet, May we draw hope from the sea turtles. Against all odds, these resilient creatures continue to return to the beaches of their ancestors, millennia after millennia, to plant the fragile eggs of the next generation. We too are nurturing a new generation. Young people like Avery, are leading a global awakening, inspiring us to the consciousness that will stir our sense of deep connection and a wild love of the world.
May we be inspired to engage the spiritual practice that renews our relationship of care and reverence for the earth. Let's unleash the imagination and ingenuity that is going to heal our world. I'm going to close with the words of poet Reiner Maria Rilke. All will come again into its strength, the fields undivided, the waters undammed, the trees towering and the walls built low. And in the valleys, people as strong and varied as the land, the houses welcoming all who knock and a sense of boundless offering in all relations and in you and me. No yearning for an afterlife, no looking beyond, no belittling of death, but only longing for what belongs to us and serving the earth, lest we remain unused. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear from you via email at office at ASCBoston.org or through our Facebook page. If you would like to support the good work of Arlington Street Church, please consider a contribution by checking the mail or through our website, ASCBoston.org.